Welcome to the Crossroads Podcast, a podcast where we expand the conversations from Crossroads, a weekly gathering of college and young adults out of Olive Baptist Church. Through the lens of scripture, we discuss some hot takes on the challenges young adults may face concerning faith, apologetics, theology, and hashtag adulting. For more information, visit olivebaptist.org slash young adults or follow us on social media. Ayo, we are back in the podcast studio. <laughs> now we're just doing <laughs> show tunes and, yeah. and uh, Tim's like soundbite over there just going, I'm not sure what's going on. I love to say yeesh. Yeesh. Yeet. There's something else. <laughs> and then I've also started saying noise. Instead of nice. nice. Like oh. Andrea will send me something and I just respond and oh I see. Nice. She's just like, Why do you do that? I'm like, I don't know, it just nice. feels kind of funny. I mean so. that's just your New England mm. accent coming <laughs> I want do I have a New England accent? No, you don't. No. I don't think any of us have accents. I have a California accent. There is a little bit of a little bit. What is a California accent though? Like Do you want me to really emphasize it? Yes. Well, guys, like totally. I mean, oh my gosh. Like we are just here chilling and vibing instead. You know, like I just thought that was grace. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was like being excited, you know. (laughs) So people in California they that it, I've is it met just more a couple upbeat? Other people from California. Like, is it more? It's it's called the Valley Girl accent. Uh, oh, yes. But I would never think of you as a Valley Girl. Okay, that's good. Because I thought the Valley Girl, like, I thought it was like a little bit condescending to call people Valley Girl, it isn't is. it? Okay, it is. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. So that's why I would, you know. Grace from California, not yeah. a Valley Girl. Yeah. Totally. You're not a Valley Girl. No. <laughs> That's good. You I'm probably wouldn't be doing girl. a podcast if you're <laughs> a Valley Girl. I don't I don't think Valley Girls do podcasts. That's, mm. It's not an ideal podcast voice, I suppose. Yeah. It's fine. Well, guys, uh, we took a break, and uh, we are diving into our conversation on Sabbath. Yes. Last week, we talked about the dreaded stopping, mm. <laughs> even though it is mm. very much needed. Yes. Um, so today, we're kind of delving into what does it look like to actually rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Sabbath's focus is, you know, resting. Um and so I'm really excited to just delve into this. So mm-hmm. um, what are some areas or let, let's dive into kind of the background on this. Um, what intentionally and where intentionally can we see rest as it involves in Sabbath? Anna Grace. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> accent. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> That's how I opened the that's how I opened the morning actually. I like walked in the office this morning and I'm like, my office and y'all have to come we all have offices here, so if you ever want to come visit yeah, us, yes. we all have our own. But yes. um mine's probably like what, thirty feet away from yours down the hall. Yeah, probably. And you know, like <laughs> I walk like into mine and I'm like <laughs> Grace is like way above us. I'm I'm in the attic. Yeah. So. <laughs> She's in the like creative wing, so it looks all creative and cool. And I'm much more in like the education hallway. Yes. Yeah. You know, deep in like the like the mm-hmm. just the trenches. Yes. Yeah, like <laughs> very true. The trenches. And um, but anyways, I, I walk in. This has nothing to do with the rest, but it's funny. <laughs> 
it just shows you. So I walk in, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go to the podcast. And I sit down in my office real quick and I I knew Anna Grace was in there, but like I hadn't really like talked to her when I walked by because like that's probably pretty rude. But I was like, I also couldn't tell if she was in there. But I'm like, I had a question I wanted to run by her. So I just was like, Anna Grace, like from. And I'm making my coffee like. I vaguely think someone said my name, but I've never heard <laughs> it said quite like that. <laughs> so, anyways, I don't know why I'm doing that today, but I'm in a good mood because we have a rest, rest is on the up. way. Yes. Yeah. Rest. rest is on the way. Rest. We're taking a couple rest weeks off on Tuesday nights. And, yes. Um, it's Thursday for me, so weekend slash Sabbath is mm-hmm. coming up. Mm-hmm. But you had asked a very good, intelligent question, Grace. <laughs> you had, and it slipped and my I, mind. It's yeah, it's you fine. asked, what is rest? What is rest? Yes. Mm-hmm. Where do we rest? Could what, I what share a oh, scripture passage yes, with please. y'all? Uh, Exodus chapter 31. Oh, that's close uh, to where I am. Hey. God's talking about um, the Sabbath mm-hmm. and... What translation do you have, Grace? I have CSB right now. Okay, would you mind if I just grabbed your Bible for a yeah, second? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I Go got my it. laptop up and Go I'm doing it. Bible Gateway oh, and I just, sorry, sorry. I <laughs> want to make sure I have the right spot because I stumbled upon this actually, um, 31, end of 31, okay. So God in Genesis, Exodus 31 verse 12 is, he says, t- he's kind of, summarizing a lot of the law at this point. Mm -hmm. And um, he says, you must observe my Sabbaths. It's a sign between me and you throughout your generation so that you will know I'm the Lord who consecrates you. But the part I wanted to point out was in verse 15, he says, work may be done for six days, but on the seventh day, there must be a Sabbath of complete rest, holy to the Lord. Anyone who does work on the Sabbath day must be put to death. Okay. There's a difference here between Old Testament and New Covenant. So, like we're not gonna, we're not gonna put you on death row if we find out you're not Sabbathing. So, <laughs> but verse seventeen says it's a sign forever between me and the Israelites. Mm. For in six mm. days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth, but on the seventh day, and here's the whole reason I read this passage. This jumped out of me. I hadn't actually understood this before. He rested and was refreshed. Mm-hmm. So you asked about rest, grace, and I'm so sorry for stealing your Bible. Um, but thank you for the generosity there, because you, you gave know. your physical Bible. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you have these over. amazing <laughs> notes in it that are fancy, <laughs> and it fell out. Now which is like just, <laughs> no, it's, okay. it's kind of just like denigrating <laughs> something. Like when someone takes your Bible and your like notes fall out, it's like, but Sometimes. the reason I want, I wanted to make sure I got that right, because <laughs> the fact it said he rested and was refreshed. Mm, that was good. Mm. That's like good. he didn't just stop like we talked about last time. He rested in a way that was refreshing. So I would say the first thing is, like, rest is something that brings refreshment to the body, to the Mm -hmm. soul, to the mind. Um, It's Mm -hmm. a day of renewal. I was reading this morning in Luke chapter 13-ish, just in my own Bible reading, and Jesus is is healing this woman, and the Pharisees get mad they did it on the Sabbath, and he goes, basically, he says, shouldn't I have done this on the Sabbath? And to me, I wrote down, I'm like, because Sabbath is about restoration, renewal, mm-hmm. refreshment. What better thing Love than that. healing on the Sabbath, mm-hmm. right? So in a real way, like rest is about the healing of your soul, mm-hmm. the healing of your mind, the healing of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ana Grace, you had something too over there? Um, yeah, so more than, or Sabbath is, or 
stopping and resting is more than just stopping work to decompress from it, but it's the deliberate stopping of any activity that, um, that makes you think you're self-sufficient. So Mm. it causes you to realize that you are human, that you cannot keep going. Yes. Um, Mm, That's good. Because I think a lot of times we think we can just keep going. And so rest is there to remind us that we do, we're not a God who can just keep going and being, Mm -hmm. um, but even he models that. Um, so it's kind of, well, there's no, but there's so much beauty to what you're saying. Cause you said in like two lines, I don't, it's, it's really the beauty being made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. Cause you're like, it reminds us what, but we're human, but even he rests. So Mm -hmm. like you're almost, I could see even your mind, you're like resting with attention of like, wait, is, is rest about being human or being like God. Yeah. And it's like, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to something the other day and it, it stunned me. There's beauty when the divine and the human combine. We mm-hmm. see that in Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But think about the sunset. It's it's when it's when day and night combine for a moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's when divine and human and that's what happens in the Sabbath is like we are man, we're we're so human, we need to stop. But we're also of so much value because we're made in the image of God and even he rested. And it's this beautiful just connection mm-hmm. to God. To me, it's like a sunset. It's like, mm-hmm. it's beautiful because of, okay, something's ending that is so important and something's beginning as yeah. well. And God's made it all and it all works together in his creation. So rest is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like that you are alluding to just this culmination mm-hmm. um, of complete Ness, truly. Yes. Um, I, I think if you look at the Genesis account and seeing how each day progresses and culminates in one day of resting, mm. I, I think as humans um, who uh, just in Western mindsets where our success is based on, you know, our hustle and like, you know, we, we love the stories of the underdog who just, you know, wrestled and grinded Mm. and hustled to have this culminating moment of like arriving of, I made it, Mm. you know, of, Mm -hmm. of conquering. And yet the biblical narrative shows this culmination of, and he rested. Mm. Um, That's the crowning jewel of God resting with his humanity and his creation um, and seeing how he placed Adam in a garden yes. where, you know, he didn't have to toil. He had work and purpose, but he got to rest in that, that purpose of, you know, working with the garden, working in this beautiful, um, really temple of delighting in the Lord. Mm. Mm. So there's a lot of, um, you know, just the habits of resting um, is to remind us to hearken back to the time of the garden of what God intended it to be, Mm -hmm. of a place of rest and and delight in the Lord, and then hearkening towards, well, we're not there yet now because we're in a sin-cursed world. So we are, you know, inviting a time and a space of intentionally reflecting on man, someday we're going to be in that place again. Someday we're going Mm -hmm. to rest and cease from our striving of measuring up. Mm -hmm. I love that because what we're doing here is like self-care is a huge topic now. Mm -hmm. Like you need to do this. And honestly, I, I like a lot of it as Mm -hmm. you know, I'm always 
looking for how much water should I drink and <laughs> all that stuff. But what Grace just did is she's she's plotting what we're talking about inside the overall biblical story. Mm. And and what you just taught us is like Sabbath is is a weekly way to actually with your body mm-hmm. reorient your life around the gospel. Mm-hmm. Like you're That's literally good. with your body because I'm resting, I'm stopping, mm-hmm. I'm ceasing. I'm you're reminding yourself that like rest has been accomplished for you permanently. The one who mm-hmm. said Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest, mm-hmm. is the same one who bought the rest with his death and his mm-hmm. resurrection on the cross mm-hmm. and ha- will usher us into never-ending rest. Mm-hmm. So you're literally telling with your body, like in the Old Testament, they're looking towards mm-hmm. becoming the Messiah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm the God who brought you out of Egypt. If you look throughout um, the Exodus account, the Deuteronomy one, which both of those are different because Deuteronomy, it's really interesting actually. Deuteronomy is talking to people who just wandered for 40 years. Exodus is talking to people who just built pyramids for 400 years. Mm. But the thing in, in Exodus he keeps saying is, look, I'm the God who brought you out of slavery. Mm-hmm. So remember that I'm the God who delivers. Mm-hmm. And their concept of deliverance was always looking for this Messiah, the, the Satan serpent crusher mm-hmm. that would come one day. So if they had stuff to rest and Sabbath in, mm-hmm. how much more do we mm-hmm. who get to look back on the whole story like mm-hmm. you just talked about? So mm-hmm. we want to help you like practically and we'll get more into some, but like mm-hmm. we hope this series is helping you like the things you do, right? From like these things we almost ask you to step into as a community. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just about like, hey, you should do this. It's mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. This is fundamentally mm-hmm. what it means to be a Christian, mm-hmm. what it means to to live a life on this side of the resurrection of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I think just, um, you know, wherever you are in your Christian faith, I think we're always asking the questions of like, okay, but how do we live this out? And how, mm. how do we you know, testify to the rest of the world that we're different. Yes. Um, and just as, you know, God said, you know, and, and wrote into the 10 commandments of like, you will keep the Sabbath holy. It's not a legalistic standpoint. It's a invitation of like, you are different. You are my chosen Mm -hmm. people and you are reflecting, um, absolute reliance on the God and creator Mm -hmm. Yahweh who has led you Mm -hmm. out of, Egypt, who has led you out of bondage of slavery, and for us, it's who has led us out of sin and striving and um, the uh, cultural ideologies of you know never measuring or yes. or mm-hmm. you know measuring up to being enough. Mm-hmm. It, uh, and and for those of you part of our Crossroads community, and those of you who listen, we're so grateful for you. But if you're part of our, you know about we're doing this this um, kind of campaign for the whole year in Jesus Talks. We want to mm-hmm. share Christ with people. Many times, though, our, our sharing of Christ is devoid from real thick, real life mm-hmm. discipleship to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So those feel really empty. Mm-hmm. But when you start to have this type of whole life orientation around his person, and you're able to go like, man, I get to stop every week because he has mm-hmm. finished it for me. Mm-hmm. That makes even those conversations. So you move from sale pitch, like, hey, I want to put my pin up there, mm-hmm. you know, on the map to like, no, 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 this is like something that's changed my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's what our world is hungry for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it's subversive. 
mm-hmm. to to commit like one in seven days like to truly rest, mm-hmm. and it's a gift. Mm-hmm. Well, I think in some of that we crave rest because. And everybody thinks they're getting enough rest, but they have the wrong view of re- rest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. truly is. Because yes. um, culture's view of rest is probably just like we were saying earlier, mm-hmm. self-care, sleeping. But if you take what real Ted Lasso rest... season three or Yeah, vegging out and doing... Yeah. Like, um, but what real rest looks like, it reorients, as you all were saying, and it's worship while also yep. restoring mm. your well-being. Yep. Mm. And so what are some practical ways mm-hmm. that that looks like in on your Sabbath yeah. of resting? And like right as we move into practical, like you've heard us talk a little bit about it. I hope there's something in you, like this desire, this intention where you're like, yes, I want to step into this. Because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this is a, think about a God who gave you the gift of a day mm-hmm. to yeah. rest. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't make time. We submit to his rhythm right. of time. Mm-hmm. Like, he's mm-hmm. given you a gift and said, I want you to rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's amazing. You know, like, so how can we experience the gift? I mean, let me start with you, Grace. Like, what are some practical ways to rest? Because I'm sure we're all, I think all of us sharing things are going to help. Um, yeah, and I'll be first to admit, like, I definitely... Uh, need i'm I'm not a, what, what did we learn the other day it's like i'm not disciplined enough mm, to yeah. rest in christ so i need a day to like remind. to rely on him mm-hmm. um that's probably a really bad paraphrase of i think it was john mark homer who said that yeah jp through said it through, jp yeah. yeah um so was this so, so, so yeah. third, third, <laughs> third uh, so resource there but um no i'm just even as we have these conversations i'm trying to think through of like um intentionally carving into that time. Mm. Um, and even just, uh, even just this week, I'm thinking through like, okay, like I have, you know, stuff I need to prepare for, for next week. But thinking like, I think for me, it's like Thursday nights are a little bit of my Sabbath in the sense of like, I get to gather with community and we meditate on scripture and we chew through, um, you know, spiritual truths and wrestle through spiritual questions. Um, and that's just a, a weekly habit mm-hmm. that we all come together, have a meal and, um, go through scripture. Um, so essentially realign our hearts from like the distractions of basically the work week. And I'm so grateful that it's like on what I would say, like my Friday. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so I think a lot of it is just meditation on scripture for sure mm-hmm. is, is a big part of, of practicing Sabbath. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of the last, like true rest that I had and it was probably going to the beach without my phone Mm, and sitting and just being Mm -hmm. and not consuming anything but just what was around me in Mm -hmm. creation yep that's good yeah for for us um and a lot of this depends on what you do for work like Mm -hmm. if you work a really good helpful thing is if you work a, a week with your hands something outside physical like the best thing for you may be to just like be really still. If you work all week with your mind, it's probably really good. Like Anna Grace said, to, to get out in creation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think all three of us, we kind of work much more in that vein. Mm-hmm. Um, so all this for for us, um, and Andrea's really helped with this because she's kind of shown how what Grace mentioned is important. There's, there's a community aspect. She's mm-hmm. much more of an extrovert. I'm 
confusing, but I'm more introverted. <laughs> and um, so for us, it starts off with like, um, and as we're talking about this, we, we want, we're trying to paint for you something more beautiful, intentional, and meaningful than a day off. Mm-hmm. Eugene Peterson called the day off, and excuse my language, the, the bastard Sabbath. Uh, illegitimate mm-hmm. offspring mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the biblical vision of rest and mm-hmm. the secular vision of like the weekend and just put mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. So like we very seldom feel rested after just binging all day on Saturday, never getting up from our couch, like never getting up, taking a shower, just eating Cheetos all day. That's like a, that's symptomatic of like just exhaustion and mm-hmm. you hit a wall and you can't. So what's really helped me is intentionality. Mm-hmm. And like, um, so for us, it starts at night, like we talked about last, with a really good meal. Andre and I look forward to this meal all week. We usually try and have people over. Um, we share gratitude around the table from mm. things about our week. Mm. We try to kind of intentionally even just hold our son, bless him, mm. think about how grateful we are for him. Mm. And then we light some candles because candles are super restful, but they also like signify like the start of something. Mm. I power my phone off and I put it in my bedside drawer that alone you just feel a weight come off of you mm-hmm. we hang out with no agenda like there's no I'm not trying to be the people overs college pastor young adult pastor I mean if something comes up I'm happy to help but it's much more of like let's just like enjoy mm-hmm. hang out always include dessert we'll get into that more next week we can talk about delight you know we <laughs> trying not to eat dessert all week long. I very rarely actually do that so that we can like, mm. like there's nothing and this will next week with delight. Mm. Try and get at least eight hours of sleep, mm-hmm. wake up in the morning, something in creation usually has to happen. Like sunlight, mm. walking outside, just that thing of walking. Like, like Grace said, um, for me, reading, I'm going to do it all week, but I love reading. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, actually, Grace, this is interesting. I do a much lighter Bible study on the Sabbath hmm. because I'm I'm studying pretty mm-hmm. intensely all week long. All week long. Mm-hmm. And even my prayer, I actually pray almost all gratitude on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. I basically sit down, I read a psalm, and I just I pray. Now, this isn't a hard set rule. But I don't really do much intercessory prayer. It's not like I'm like praying for all the ro- mm. like the things I'm wrestling with God about mm. because I find a lot of times that can lead me into a state of unrest because, mm. you know, I start praying about these people I know are unsaved or crossroads or things that are like I care deeply about. I will start to like ruminate. So it's just thank you for this. Mm. Thank you for that. Mm. And I try and write those down. And then, you know, maybe Saturday night, man it with a movie or... Um, something fun and there's always a good nap somewhere in there mm-hmm. like a good you know get all over down like an hour long nap mm-hmm. in the middle of the day because it's Sabbath mm-hmm. and the weeks I do that I'm a much better disciple of Jesus mm-hmm. I'm much less irritable I'm much more tuned to God's presence so mm-hmm. I love that I love that you've given us insight into very practical, like Mm -hmm. how we live this out. And honestly, what was kind of going through my head, um, and I think it's just because that part of, 
you know, my young adultness hasn't been sanctified. Um, I think when you get out of, you know, if you're in college or if you get out of college, I think life starts for you. Mm -hmm. So it's very much like, okay, you can plan your own schedule. You have your own agendas, you Mm -hmm. have your own goals, you have your own, you know, aspirations Mm -hmm. and dreams. Um, and a lot of that revolves around social life, doing things with friends. You know, this is the time when, you know, you don't have family, um, quite yet usually, um, or kids, you know, um, obligations that way. So hearing how you practice Sabbath, and I love that it involves community, it involves a lot of different spiritual disciplines, but I think maybe what might be going through some people's heads, including my own is sometimes like, well, that like lessens the margins of like when I hang out with friends or it, when, and not hang out with friends, but like when, you know, you do really big social activities and things like that. Cause that's usually what's loaded up right on the weekend. Mm. But I think that's what the beauty of it is, is like, sometimes you, you got to strip down your life. Yes. Sometimes you just need, um, like you said, where it's, it's going to hurt, yeah. you know, and it's a sacrifice and we're submitting to God's invitation on this. Well, and I think the they would practice Sabbath in community. So I think mm-hmm. now I think for young adults you need to have some time alone. But do you guys mind if I paint what I would do if I was a young adult not serving on pastoral staff yeah. at church? Yeah. yeah. Like because this may be helpful. Mm-hmm. I would do Saturday night at six. Hmm. Gives you Friday night, you're done with the week for a lot of you. Saturday of the day, you run errands, you catch up, you pay your bills. Part of Sabbath is preparation. You need to prepare to rest. Mm. So for me here working at the church, Friday's my day off. So I may do some work, but I'm mainly returning to clean the house, mm-hmm. mow the lawn, get because mm-hmm. you got to prepare to rest. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would take Saturday and let it be a little bit of a catch-all, like go to social activities, like do whatever, clean your dorm room, your apartment, your, you know, there, there's grace here. And then Saturday night at 6, I would intentionally turn your phone off, mm-hmm. intentionally thank God for everything good that happened that week. Um, I would try and have a good meal with some friends. Now, if you've the whole rest of that weekend was packed, because for a lot of people's stage of life it is, maybe have a good meal just by yourself. Mm-hmm. or And then I would go to bed as early as you can. Mm-hmm. Like I would go to bed like 9 o'clock, and I would sleep well. I'd wake up at like seven Hmm. and then I would take a walk and I would thank God and I would orient my heart for worship and Mm -hmm. I would think about how beautiful, and then I would head in, come into connection group, see friends. Now you get that community Mm -hmm. aspect. Mm -hmm. You're bringing your whole self to that. You've just had a great night of sleep. You haven't been on your phone. Mm -hmm. You're just fully present with the people around you. You're hearing about their lives. You get, get to worship together. I would then probably go to lunch with some people Mm. um, after. Again, just the whole time, just disconnect from your phone. I'd go home on Sunday afternoon after that. I would get like a two-hour-long nap. Mm. And I would have a rule, no homework, no anything on Mm. Sunday. Mm. This fundamentally changed college for me when I started doing this. And then now as Sunday night gets to happen, I may re-engage with some friends. I may Mm. read a really good book in that afternoon. may drive out to see the sunset at beach. That's a, I'm trying to be as practical mm-hmm. as possible, but like there's a way you can do this mm-hmm. in a rhythm of community mm-hmm. and also stepping away to get a breath, yeah. you know. And I think I like that. if we guys do this as a community together, if some of you step into it, it's going to change. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when we bring our rested selves to the table in community, we mm-hmm. bring our whole selves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but we all know what it feels like to bring a fractured exhaust itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm looking at Grace as she's talking to the podcast, but I'm so stressed out and I'm, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, this can change a lot of things if we would rest to be refreshed. Mm-hmm. And you hit on a little bit. There is a lot of preparation that goes into rest. Mm-hmm. So you've got to yep. really plan out what your week's going to look like mm-hmm. and plan out what the day before your Sabbath's going to look like. And then also find out what is restful for you because there's been um, like cooking might be restful for you because yes. you might not get the opportunity to during the week. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if cooking's restful for you, then do that on your Sabbath. Like, mm-hmm. do the best feast you can, get creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that's mm-hmm. your thing. Right. And there's, because you, you mentioned, we mentioned before, that if you're working with your mind during the week, you're going, so there's different ways that you mm-hmm. rest. Yeah. Um, but, sorry, I wanted to hit on a little bit of the prep before Sabbath. Yeah, that goes no, into that's that. mm-hmm. like, Please go on. There's got to be, like, maybe make a list or maybe know what's, what is happening on your weekend and maybe it, would you say you, you could fluctuate the day as well? Like if you have, um, as a young adult, if you have a lot of plans that are going to happen on Sunday, then you can. Yeah, I would. Throughout I, the w- there's grace here. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the perfect picture, though, it would be to wed, I think, in the new covenant, that Sunday communal worship mm-hmm. with rest. Mm-hmm. Like to me, mm-hmm. that would be the biblical vision as faithfully and obviously fluctuating is good, but I would think like if you have the opportunity to, like I would so encourage you mm-hmm. to do that because mm-hmm. um, I just think it would add so much meaning mm-hmm. to even like Sunday. But like mm-hmm. there's grace here mm-hmm. and there's like so much grace to where it, if you only have a four-hour chunk every week that you really think you could do this, start there. Mm-hmm. Like, we want you to move into that one in seven, 24-hour. But like Anna Grace said, like, look, sometimes, like, you're, it's just life's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we don't live in a world that tries to respect the Sabbath that most of your friends don't either. Mm-hmm. So they're not thinking, like, how would this, like, how can I rest? They're thinking, how can I shove everything into my schedule? Right. And mm-hmm. they want to be around you. So sometimes those obligations can happen. Yeah. Um, another one thing I want to touch on is the resting from consuming and consumption. Mm, mm-hmm. A lot of us, like, one of the best things is, like, no Amazon. Hmm. It's probably not the best day to, like, go out and buy stuff mm-hmm. and add more. You're trying to be content with what God's given you. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's not a day to, like, rest mm-hmm. from all the work and, like, okay, buy all the things I want, you know? Yeah. So that's one other thing that I don't, maybe you guys want to riff on that for a second, but um, that's part of Sabbath too, is like resting from even acquiring new mm-hmm. things because we're addicted mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I think you, I think you summarized that really well. And I, I think um, a lot of it kind of revolves on just rhythms as well too. I think it's that, that discipline of um, really uh, tethering and tampering that desire of like living in almost just holy rhythms Mm -hmm. um, to the point where it's like, no, we're not robots, but you know, when you have that day that you've intentionally, you know, like you and Andrea have intentionally carved out, you know, your Friday to Saturday as Mm -hmm. those days, um, I think your body kind of has that memory and you start longing for Mm -hmm. that. Okay. Like, 
Mm -hmm. Oh, we couldn't Sabbath this week. Man, that just, you know, like next week it'll come, but it's just, you know, your whole body is like oriented around a rhythm. And there's weeks that, like what you said, Mm -hmm. three weekends ago, I was in Nashville area for a conference and all that stuff. And I didn't have I had my phone on the whole time. I probably was on my screen more than ever because I was traveling and you kind of let, you know, like Mm -hmm. it was fun, but I wouldn't say it was restful. So like Mm -hmm. it's going to be two steps forward, three steps back. Mm hmm. Whatever, but I know. but I remember when you were talking about that and going, you you just were um, sad that you were going to miss Sabbath, yep. which means that that's just already so built into your life that you you're gonna miss right. it, you know. You're gonna look back for the, the and, and we hope we're, we we want to paint something that's compelling, guys. Mm-hmm. Like that's what our desire for is not to be like whenever we hit. We'll talk about scripture memory someday. We we wanted to be like this is a mm-hmm. privilege, this is a gift, you know. Mm-hmm. And think about resting so intentionally before God that the three days after in the week, you can't stop thinking about mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. And then the three days leading up to it, you can't stop anticipating that mm-hmm. day. That's and good. when I intentionally do that, like, that's how it is for me. That's and when good. I kind of compromise and don't intentionally, and mm-hmm. well, Andrea, yes, you're right. I need to be doing this, but I also have a, I've done, this has happened many times. <laughs> She's the one who kind of got me back into the intentionality because I was way too many times prepping <laughs> sermons and speaking somewhere or what I, well, this is the only time this works. And yeah, aren't she's like, aren't you supposed to be the guy who, you know, <laughs> <laughs> she said, didn't you like do a whole, it was, I think it was right after her anxiety series. I talked a lot about stopping. She's like, aren't you the guy? Who? <laughs> I remember one, one, Sabbath, I was like just scrolling on my phone, sprawled it on the bed, like the mo- the le- not like in the bed resting, like that when you just collapse and you're just like this. And she's like, "Aren't you the guy who like just preached a whole?" Sa-? I'm like, "Stop!" Like, <laughs> but it was true, and I needed it. So, but yeah, we want to we want you to craft a day of rest so good that you remember it fondly for three days and you anticipate it for three days, mm-hmm. and. uh and the rhythm of your life. Bring people into your Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. people rest as you're resting. I think you kind of hit on that as you were saying, um, stopping or ceasing from buying. Um, but also with that, like bring your community in. That's why we want to have this conversation of like Tim telling us how he Sabbaths and um, me and Grace saying, or me saying how I need to incorporate no, this <laughs> into my life. But um, bring people in, bring your small group in, yeah. your discipleship group, and tell yes. them that you want to do that. Mm-hmm. That way it creates a rhythm for that your entire group. Right there. Mm-hmm. That is great word of advice. Mm-hmm. For those of you in D groups or small groups, one mm-hmm. of the best things you can do is, like, you do this together. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, this is, that's what it means to be part of a D group right mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, really good. That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, we will be continuing this conversation on Sabbath next week. We're going to be looking at the topic of delight. Mm. Um, And I think Tim hinted to it a little bit with uh, talking about dessert. So honestly, guys, this is the cherry on top. uh, We're literally going to talk about pleasure stacking next week. Yes. Just so you can Christian pleasure stacking. Okay. So uh, subscribe, uh, share this with friends, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Christian.
Crossroads podcast, where we expand the conversations from Crossroads, a weekly gathering of college and young adults out of Olive Baptist Church. We are big about building radical community by keeping it real and conquering those hot topics young adults may face. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a beat. And to find out more, visit olivebaptist.org slash young adults.